Happy New Year, everybody! And by that I mean the day before New Year's. That's right. Welcome, Welcome back to, to the mentors. mentors. This is another. Well, I guess it's the final 2018 edition of the five minute pick me up. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, Where? 2018. Yeah, Hello. Goodbye, 2018. New problems and despair. No, I'm just kidding. 2019 is going to be a beautiful year, but 2018, even though in the world, I guess, there was a lot of things that went wrong, but isn't that always the case? Everybody should be able to point to things that went great in 2018 as well, because life is full of beauty too. And so we wanted to make it a point to, what are we doing today, Sergio? Today, because it's a special day, the day before uh, New Year's, actually it is New Year's Eve when you're hearing this episode, we are going to talk about some of the lessons learned from the top five podcast episodes of the last year of the Mentors Podcast. And by the way, we had dozens and dozens of amazing guests. We've had episodes that we've done individually about topics that we're really passionate about. There are other episodes that we're not mentioning today that we encourage you to scroll through the list of episodes, see what resonates with you, and take a listen to this. But these are some of the ones that not only were relatively popular, but also we feel like had huge takeaways and massive lessons that not only we learned from, but we think our audience learned from as well because we ended up hearing from our audience about them as well. So this is bite-sized. Go back and listen to the actual episodes if you really want to learn the lessons. But let's get started. Let's get to it. The first episode that we're going to talk about is The Secret to Finding Big Opportunities with Carrie Smith of Big Ass Fans. It is episode 32. Carrie Smith, if you remember, if you listened, he started this company that he ended up running. He ran the this particular version of a Big Ass Fan for 17 years, and he sold it for half a billion dollars. That's 500 million dollars. Biggest takeaways from Carrie Smith is that it's okay if you start off in the wrong business or even selling the wrong product because that could be a stepping stone to something that works. If you persist, but if with your persistence over time, you're willing to adjust course, you can ultimately create a successful business and have a product that actually sells with Carrie. It was a cooling business that wasn't growing, wasn't doing very well. He found the opportunity of having of creating industrial cooling fans by finding another business in a trade magazine that he wrote for that he was able to buy and ultimately sell a product that was much more successful. So persistence pays off and keep an eye out for big opportunities. They don't come too often in life and then act on them, of course. The next episode we're going to talk about is episode eight, building a $90 million business after 50 with Larry Petretti. Still one of the best interviews and one of the best stories simply because this gentleman started his business when he was 55 years old and built it to a $90 million company. And the takeaway, the biggest takeaway for us there is, first of all, it doesn't matter how experienced you are. Our slogan for the show is ordinary people that started extraordinary companies despite lack of experience, money, or connections. Larry Petretti built his experience over a long career. He started off as a tradesman and actually as a carpenter. And because of an injury, he ended up essentially going to the white collar side of being a contractor. And slowly through dozens of years, he built out his soft skills. He built out his management skills. He built out his leadership skills and ultimately became an effective leader and CEO and president of a big contracting company that he was leading. And then ultimately by 55, he decided to start his own business, but it was relatively de-risked. He had the skills, he had money in the bank, and he knew that the chance of failure, even though as with any business, it is relatively high, wasn't going to ruin him. But of course, he focused on the right things like getting customers, proving his value and his worth, investing in his employees, giving them autonomy, and having them help the business that he wanted to create in this world. And so it doesn't matter how much experience you have. Sometimes you can just spend the time in investing yourself in other jobs, and eventually you'll get those skills necessary to build a successful business. 
The next episode that we're going to talk about is, to this day, I think our most listened to episode, which is episode number 13, how to start a successful coffee shop in one of the biggest cities in the world. The founders of that are Chisam Nai and her partner, Kalina Tech. The biggest takeaways from that, and actually goes along with what Vadim was saying before, is that you really don't have to get have any experience to run a successful business or to start a successful business. But even though they didn't have any experience in starting a coffee shop, what they did do is they invested in building up an expertise in that and caring a lot about the product, the output. Uh, They went through this school that taught them how to make coffee. They really cared a lot about the taste, the taste profile. And the other thing they did is once they opened the restaurant, they were able to get some funding to open this business. They had a very small location. They worked every single day without taking any vacation so that they could learn inside and out what their customers wanted and then what would they look for in people that they hired. So pay attention to the details and the important parts of the day-to-day of running the business because especially in a brick-and-mortar food services business, it's really important to get to know it inside and out so that you can figure out ultimately how to scale. The next set of episodes are near and dear to our heart. It was actually a three-part series that we did about our father, Samuel Rebs, and it was called How to Do What You Love in a Communist Country. That's episodes 22, 28, and 30. And actually, episode 30 was called uh, Coming to America, but we all renamed it How to Do What You Love in a Communist Country, part three, so that you know it's part of a series. But the biggest thing that our father learned throughout our lives, and he taught us a lot of things, is anything that you do, do it with quality and do it with care and try to do the best job that you possibly can. Yes, sometimes we have jobs that we don't love. Yes, sometimes we start businesses and we run out of steam and maybe we're half-assing it, but as long as you take a step back, try to correct course, and try your best, it can have massive implications. So for our father, that meant trying his best as a teacher, trying his best as an organizer, and throughout his career, he became known as the person that essentially would have a certain quality of work that other people just didn't have, or he would be able to take risks that other people just didn't want to take. And so when an opportunity came for him to start his own school system, he had over decades established a network of people that cared about him and also saw him as an expert, and they came to him and said, hey, do you want to start this experimental program? He ended up doing education reform, becoming very successful in that as well. So do a good job and put care into what you do, but also realize that as you do that, you will grow your network and people will start to recognize the hard work that you're putting in and the benefits from that network and the people that you surround yourselves with can come for you for decades to come and can really make your career. Oh, absolutely. He wasn't afraid to do the hard work and ultimately he was seen as an organizer because of that and given opportunities over time. The final episode that we're going to talk about that also remains one of our most listened to episodes is episode 7, Becoming Unstuck, How to Finally Get Started. And in that episode, Vadim and I talk about the big issue of why a lot of people don't get started in their creative pursuits. One of the main reasons is because of self-doubt. You go about it in a negative way. You think about the limitations and the things you can't do. And a lot of people don't think about what it is that they actually want. They have this amorphous idea of I want to be successful and thus they never get started. Think about first and foremost what it is that you want. Change that defeating language that you keep telling yourself of I can't do this and find things that you actually can do and can achieve to get started. So give yourself really quick ways that you can make momentum on that thing. When you actually figure out what it is that I want to do, then give yourself quick ways to start building momentum over time and that'll help you get over that initial very difficult hump of actually getting started and the more momentum you have the more inputs wins that you have external inputs that you have that something is actually working the likely you are to actually continue working on that thing so if you're feeling stuck recognize that it's okay a lot of people feel like that some days 
realize why you're feeling this way. Understand that you don't have to be great at everything. Start focusing on your strengths. Go back and think about your, what you're really good at and then have a bias towards action and just start acting incrementally. It'll make you feel better and any action that you have now will amplify as you do more and more and motivate you to continue to act. That's it for this nine minute version of the five minute pick me up. We're gonna see you in the new year where we're gonna talk about on Wednesday how to stick to your new year's resolutions. Vadim and I have a little bit of insight into that and we're happy to share that with you. Happy new year. Happy new year.